How is everybody doing today? I hope everybody is having a fabulous day. I certainly am. How is everybody? Uh, let's see. I'll say hi to Trippin, Freedom, Zane, uh, Artemis Jones, Brian. How you doing, Brian? Zoa, squiggly name not, I can't pronounce. Ryan Capwell, this is the reason why Aircon is uh, so freezing for thin people. It has blown into the folds. <laughs> um, today, we are going to discuss how a Huffington Post writer... Uh, uh, the article, and I have not read the full article because I'm, I'm trying to do stuff where I'm going to try to give you guys like my very honest, straight up opinion um, about as I read something, so or read or view or whatever. So um, that's one of the things that actually kind of threw me yesterday because I realized I could not show uh, Lizzo's show without getting the channel deleted. So uh, we just went off those clips. But this, we are going to read the whole article. We're going to wait for a few people to get going. Uh, probably within the next week or two. I, I got I got some stuff to rewrite and do, do but we're working on it avidly. Um, Daniel Williams. What's up, Dan? How you doing? Uh, my name is, is Reed's Vanilla. Sorry for the inconvenience. No, I'll try to remember that from now on. Vanilla. And Janet, how the hell are you? Um, uh, I should, you're the only one with a name like that. So if other people try to mimic you and copy, I won't be able to fucking remember. I'll just call them Vanilla too. Uh, the plant-based PA, what's going on? Ashti, how are you? Dallin, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing really well, man. I'm, I'm feeling really, really, really good. Uh, still no pickles. <laughs> I like the name. Pamela, Debbie George, still no pickles. Steve Mullen, Tara, uh, them in black. I like it. Um, uh, Elizabeth Fahey, how's it going? I, I, I hope everybody's having a great day. I'm having a fabulous day. Got a lot of work done already. Uh, and, you know, very excited. We're, we're waiting to hear about... Uh, our, our shipment of No Morbidity, which, by the way, coming out very, very, very soon. We're waiting to hear, uh, getting a release date here, with, hopefully within the next day or so. As soon as it makes it through customs, we're good to go. We're going to start pushing stuff for it. I will be releasing a link the very day. We'll be doing a, a full video about it here very soon. I'm going to do a whole live about it. Uh, I do suggest that when it comes out, you should probably get two months worth because it will sell out probably within the first couple hours. And it's going to take four to five weeks. Uh, are we able to pre-order No Morbidity? We are not. And here's the reason why. Um, it would be different if it was the only product were being being sold, but it is being sold on the you know, under the Ambrosia umbrella. There's many, many, many things, and it does very much cause a logistical nightmare. It is to protect the, it is more to protect the purchaser, uh, the purchaser than anything else. The uh, and Adam, we're looking to get the bottles, I believe, from Mexico. So it's just through customs, I don't, I think, but um, uh, I believe, I don't know. Hang on, let me try. Because they are custom-made bottles. I don't know. I'll have to ask. I'm not sure. Um, April Dragon, how are you doing? Katie, Anna, uh, and RC. Well, I wasn't late. No, hell no. But uh, Jessica, how are you doing? That's going on, and we're, we're looking very, very, very good for that. Like I said, I would suggest two months. And basically, I wanted to cover this. When, you're, when, when you use it, it does dramatically diminish your hunger. Dramatically, dramatically diminish your hunger. It, it, it has multiple different facets that help control ghrelin. They help with your mood. They help with stress relief. Uh, they help uh, mobilize white, white adipose tissue. I mean, the, the three patented ingredients at clinically tested human doses. It is fabulous. There's KSM-65, there's Slimaluna, there's Thinogen, and there's Garcitrin. It is a fabulous product. 
it does not mean that the only thing you eat for the day can be straight fucking sugar. Like you are going to have to like the idea behind this and anything we do, including our coaching, which by the way, you can get the link for or schedule consultation is meant to help the person deal with their issues and develop a healthier lifestyle. That is the, that is the thing about this. It dramatically reduces your hunger dramatically. I mean, by, by the, the studies and from my own personal anecdotal evidence, I use it right now. Um, and it's, I mean, yesterday was, yesterday was very, yesterday was so low calories that I, I'm going to eat more today on purpose, uh, just cause I just kind of didn't feel like it. I am also, uh, I'm adding something else to the repertoire too. I'm going to take, and this one is not, this is Ember from, from, uh, from Ambrosia also. It is a fat burner and appetite control, but it is high stim. This is no stim, no stim. So people should look for no stim especially obese people, you don't need more stimulants and you definitely don't need any thermogenics. I am not obese uh, and I am going to be using this, a half a tablet, which is what I'm going to take here about halfway through, as my pre-workout. I'm going to take that along with this form of mental jewels to focus. I normally just take mental jewels uh, as the powder form because it has some caffeine in it and that's normally just my pre-workout, so it's focus and caffeine. This way... Uh, I had them send me these so I could also use this because this does have a very unique ingredient. Ember has uh, African mango in it, which has very, very, very good satiation effect also. So I'm going to take that in the morning plus with uh, – I'm going to take a half of it in the morning and then I'll take half it for pre-workout and then I'll take no morbidity. And I should be completely in control of my hunger as well as I'm going to be taking extra berberine from Nutrient Driver, which is also right here, by the way. Boom. But from MTS – and so I should have good blood sugar regulation, and there's berberine also in this. There's, uh, there's berberine also in this. So basically, this is what we're calling the Beyond Willpower Stack. If you, yourself, are looking to lose the last little bit, this is good for you. But if you are morbidly obese, you should not be taking in stimulants. You should not be taking in high stimulants. Anyway, we're going to get to what, what, what we're here. Can't stay. My, my lunch break is almost over. Sorry to hear that Sleepy Ninja. You can watch the replay. Uh, so I made it on time. I can't, I'm Andeswana. How are you doing? Jen, how are you? Adam, uh, I like that it's no stim. I just quit caffeine, uh, completely about two months ago. It is no stim. Like very, besides, besides you just not being hungry, you don't notice you're on it. But besides you just like the, the, the very sheer absence of hunger, you're just not on it, but, uh, you just don't notice you're on it. But I'm also, uh, going to be, uh, I'm also going to be getting about an hour after I take this. I'm going to be using, like I said, for my pre-workout. I'm going to be taking about, about an hour's worth of suspension system training outside in the Florida heat. I can't wait. So my body is reacting extremely, extremely well already uh, to meet my goal of being in the best shape I've ever been in on my 51st birthday. If you want to follow along on that journey, uh, when you get a consultation, you are signed up through the app for a month. Uh, you are a member of the Hunger Management Support Group. I share all my food and I'll be sharing my training and my thoughts and stuff like that there. I do not share my training or my food anywhere else because I don't believe that that's what my content is about. I believe my content is about the data and the, uh, the knowledge and the expertise that I bring to weight loss. I do not believe it is about my personal journey uh, because I do not believe me monetizing my personal journey the first time went really fucking well for me. I don't, I don't think that was a good idea. Um, it actually negatively affected my, my relationship with food, I believe, damaging it. So that's why I don't do it now. Uh, I do talk about it, but I'm not going to share it like my weight or anything like that. I'm, and I'm just got to be real. I'm not going to step on a scale. Now, will there be pictures? There'll be pictures, of course. But anyway, um, can you tell I'm high energy today? I've had a great fucking day um, already. Will you be talking about April Lauren uh, again soon? Well, I'm going to be talking to Shakira 
at 7 a.m. this Thursday, live on this channel. Um, so we will be talking, I'm sure, about the person who tried to slander her uh, for no fucking, for like complete bullshit reasons. Like Shakira may be harsh. I fucking accept that because uh, I am too. But her critiques were extremely valid, especially the critiques about her fucking uh, lifting form. And, I mean, to be real, I mean, nothing against April, but something's wrong. Some, I mean, she's obviously not telling the whole truth about something. And my, my thought on it was that, like, she fucking very clearly uh, kind of being a little deceptive by, by hiding the first half of her journey and then claiming her journey started at X amount of time. If you want to really help people, you share the entirety of your faults, your problems, or like that. You can't always make it look like you're succeeding. Um, shit, I have lost weight and regained weight while on social media. Not... Uh, not uh, to the extent as of her, like she looks like she ballooned up to, uh, to uh, I'm talking to Alona. Although if April, if you are watching, you can reach out and you can, you can come on with us. You can feel free to voice your opinion and absolutely come on with us. I would absolutely have you. Um, and I promise you, I, I will be just as direct as I am normally. I won't throw, won't be any swearing or anything like that. Um, but um, it's just, it's, I promise you, like, I mean, I would gladly have a, uh, I would gladly have it, you know, a conversation about how I, you know, I would love to hear the answers to it because the way I see it is even if she, if somebody started at 350 pounds, I even have, I, like, I, I do the math. I have spreadsheets and shit like that, you know, like, so we'll talk about that here in a little bit. We'll actually probably get to it, but I do want, I don't want to, before I get too long, we're talking about something completely different. I'm here. You're awesome. Uh, Hannah Sharma. What's up? Nice see you. Uh, Drella, how the fuck you doing? Corinne Olin, uh, really looking forward to, Shakira, to, to, to that. Shakira is fantastic. I'm looking forward to the conversation, too. I really am. Uh, my father is pre-diabetic and interested in no morbidity. Would this affect uh, that in any way? It should actually help him. That way he can possibly get his weight down and also uh, reduce his sugar intake. It should help him. But, um, I mean... It's, that's what it's meant for. It's meant to help people get healthier, get to a healthier weight. It's going to be hard to actually, just so everybody understands, it's going to be very hard to market anything to a morbidly obese person that isn't pre-diabetic. Almost every morbidly obese person is either is either pre-diabetic or is either going to end up pre-diabetic slash diabetic. So this, the, I mean, these are very proven safe uh, 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 supplement ingredients. Math will get you every time. It's just, it's real. It's real. You know, it, it is what it is. It, it's, it's the reality. Um, and uh, Missing Mimic. I like it. I like the name. Very cool. So we're going to take a look at this young lady. Now that I've already upset some people probably. And this is the article. And she gained 70 pounds during the pandemic, during the 70 pounds during the pandemic. Here's what happened on my first day back in the office. Um, I'm just going to say this. I did also read some other stuff of hers where, and, and Emily, her name's Emily McCombs. And she's the, one of the editors or editor, or whatever of Huffington Post rag. Um, I can say this very, very, very clearly. Um, you did not take any of it seriously then. To have a global pandemic that is mainly an issue for elderly people and obese people to gain weight and get and make yourself obese 
when in fact all of society um, was being reshaped to protect the hospital system is kind of, I don't know, selfish and grow fucking task to me. So, oh, and I swore, I wanted to let everybody know too, by the way, there's going to be swearing in this one. Uh, if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Um, but uh, <clears throat> to gain weight, to, to put yourself farther or into the obese category during the pandemic does mean you are in fact a fuckhead. Uh, you're stupid. Uh, I'll, I'll call people stupid. You're stupid. If you, if you gained weight um, during the time of a global pandemic, you either your eating was either out of control uh, and, and you need help for it. If you don't think it's a problem, you are in fact stupid. If you don't think gaining 70 pounds during the global pandemic of a virus that has a high risk group almost focused completely on elderly people and fat people, you're pretty fucking stupid. Um, to try to like talk it away as if it's some prideful thing or here's what I did about it makes you just a fucking asshole. Um, it just, it makes you fucking horrible, 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 horrible. Um, let's see. Uh, while I had noticed my weight gain when I, uh, when working from home, I wasn't aware of it on a minute by minute basis. And I'm certainly don't have to worry about any, what, what anyone else thought about it, but you should be worried about it yourself. Like that's the thing that we, it's the issue that we've decoupled the reality that being fat as fuck and gorging yourself, gluttoning yourself is bad for you. You know, and if you are all of a sudden going to work and this happened to a lot of people, it happened to a lot of people, a lot of people gained weight. I call it the great fattening of 2020. The great fattening of 2020 caught a lot of people. People were, didn't realize how much ambient energy they were getting on a daily basis, just getting to their car, walking around the office, talking to everything like that. And instead, they started working from home or they just sat at home and fucking got depressed. Watch TV. They almost moved, they moved almost nada. They moved very fucking little. To not be concerned about that means you're not concerned about your health, which means you're not concerned about overloading the hospital system, which means you should not pretend to be concerned about the pandemic. If you gained weight during the pandemic, you did not give a fuck about it at all. Any virtue signaling that you said is literally just fucking virtue signaling bullshit talk. I mean, it truly fucking is. This was on, by the way, uh, March 14th, 2022. Um, let's see. We're going to do this. Given all the things that have changed in the past two years of life under the vid, my body is almost certainly among the least important. Mm -hmm. But that it has changed is undeniable. Your physical health, the, the health of the population starts with individual health. So if we are worried about population level events, overloading hospital systems, if we are worried, worried about, you know, making sure that grandma has a bed because of, you know, of, of this, that, and the other thing, the statistics that are shown on the CDC website clearly show that if you are under the age of 65 and have no comorbidities, if you are healthy, this is very low risk to you. It is less risk than your car. It is less risk than the flu, um, especially since they're readjusting numbers now. Uh, to take your know, death, to death totals off of, of numbers, it is showing to be very, like it's not as deadly as the flu to people that are healthy. We should have all done our very best to get as healthy, as humanly 
fucking possible. It should have been stated by every single public health official. It, it should not have been me and Mark Lobliner and some fucking other meatheads saying, hey, maybe we should not get fat and maybe we should lose some fucking weight and take some vitamin D. It should not have been just us. That should have been all of the public health officials. It shouldn't have been everybody saying, you know, like, like closing down gyms and shit like that because there's some sort of now dangerous fucking place. But you can have a DoorDash driver fucking come to your house or you can drive through a fucking drive through at McDonald's and that's not fucking dangerous. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's fucking moronic. Uh, to think that your body, your health does not impact that of others when we are literally closed society down because we're worried you might be sick. It's stupid. I mean, th th this is woke-ass rhetoric bullshit. All of it. All of it. Uh, when I heard, the t the heard started hearing people talk about the COVID-15, shit, I said the word, referring to the widespread phenomenon of quarantine weight, I thought it was cute because I'd already gained more than 40 pounds. So in the first couple months, you've gluttoned yourself to 40 pounds of fucking weight gain. So that's like eating an extra fucking 1,500 calories a day. You know, I mean, that's fucking crazy in the first fucking month or two. Like, I mean, that was, that was in the first like three or four months. So in four months, you gained fucking 40 pounds. So 10 pounds a month. So 2.5 pounds a fucking week. So 2.5 pounds a fucking week is an extra fucking what? 9,000 calories just about, or not, or 80 some, 87, 50 calories or something like that. Sorry about the Rain Man bullshit. But I mean, so you're fucking basically gluttoning yourself an extra thousand fucking calories a day or 1,300 fucking calories a day. That's fucking disgusting. Like, and then you're fucking going to act like it's no big deal because yeah, your health isn't a big fucking deal because it's not like you fucking are probably telling people to fucking wear a fucking facial decoration or take a jibby jab. You know, that, like, I bet you I can find her fucking talk about that shit. And we're going to look at that shit here in a little bit. Because if you don't think your weight is a big fucking deal, then you shouldn't have made a big deal about fucking anything, you fucking losers. You fucking weak-ass pieces of shit. For real. Like, it's it's ridiculous. You guys wanted to fucking reform all of society so you could stay fat and fucking happy while everybody else had to look out for your fucking health? When, when in fact, I was, I, like, me and people like me, I took I took this way more seriously than her. Just because I wouldn't wear a facial decoration, people wanted to fucking cancel me because I called it stupid because I fucking worked in healthcare and I used to fucking teach a class about how to fucking wear them. And I saw that how everybody was wearing them so improperly that it was literally probably causing infection rates to go up instead of fucking doing a goddamn thing. Yet alone, the type we were wearing doesn't stop fucking uh, viruses at all. It's fucking ridiculous. But somehow or another, I'm the fucking evil one when I fucking quit drinking almost completely. I stopped smoking the fucking ganja completely. I fucking lost 40 fucking pounds of body fat and muscle mass. I literally downsized. I fucking, I'm a fitness professional known for being super fucking strong. And I purposely lost muscle mass. And these motherfucking people are going to be the ones telling me that I'm not taking it fucking you know, seriously because I won't wear a facial decoration or take some sort of fucking experimental therapy. Fuck all the way off. All of you can fuck all the way off. There's off right here. You can fuck off over there because you fucking need to be all the fucking way off. You fucking losers. Anyway, now two years into the pandemic that, that drastically changed everything about the way we live because people were trying to make sure we didn't overload the hospital system and there was trying to tell everybody there should be fucking, everybody should be terrified when in fact it was you fat fucks that should have been fucking terrified. We should have literally said to, to elderly people, we will help you isolate with, if you want to. If you choose to isolate, we will help you. And we should have tried to make sure that they were safe. Paid people to just fucking stay at the fucking nursing homes. People that are 78 years old and have an average of four or more comorbidities are already pretty fucking isolated, you dumb fucks. You know how I know that? Because that's what I used to do for a fucking living. 
They're pretty fucking isolated to fucking begin with. And those that aren't accept risk because they don't want to spend the last couple fucking years they have because, again, they're the average age of 78 years old with four or more other serious comorbidities. They know they don't have a long fucking time anyway and that a, a fucking bad case of the fucking hiccups can kill them. They want to go out and fucking see people and see do shit. We should have given them a choice. If they wanted it, we should try to help protect them. And as for everybody else, if you're just fucking gluttonous and fat and that puts you at high risk, start fucking walking. Watch what the fuck you eat. We should have encouraged all of this bullshit. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So she acknowledges that we changed everything for this fucking cold virus. I, I haven't weighed myself to be sure, but my clothing is now four to five sizes larger than when we took our laptops home from the office on March 2020, assuming we'd be back in a few weeks. That's fucking patheticness. That is weakness. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. And you I, people are like, oh my God, you're shaming her. You should be ashamed of yourself if you know we closed down all of fucking society, literally closed down all of fucking society so we could fucking somehow or another protect some people when in fucking fact, you're the reason why we should fucking close down because you're the ones that fucking need protecting. Fucking patheticness. No shit. No fucking shit. Fucking pathetic. Pre-pandemic, I commuted to work every day. I used to walk my, to my subway stop, climbed up and down multiple sets of stairs, and then move around in the office. Before or after some work days, I would go use a gym, either the nearby chain I belong to or one conveniently located in the building where I worked. I used to go to spin classes in small, dark rooms full of people sweating while breathing all over each other. Then I used to walk to a, uh, another subway station and climb one more stairs. Yes, you realize, first of all, all those are super fucking heavy, uh, healthy activities, and you being exposed to, uh, to the environment, your immune system being exposed while doing healthy activities actually would build up your natural immune system. I mean, like, people act like fucking breathing on, you know, out is, is ridiculous. Like, do, do, does everybody realize that there was communicable diseases before 2020? Like, it's been the entirety of our fucking species. There's been communicable diseases. The chances of you being the fucking you know, person that somehow gave somebody of uh, some sort of communicable disease. Because we've always had communicable diseases. This is how we fucking evolve. You people are fucking crazy. That's why, literally why you evolved to have a fucking immune system. Fuck. How fucking stupid can we fucking be? When COVID first hit, damn, I said it again. Uh, the gyms shut down. By the time they reopened, the thought of breathing heavily in an enclosed space had become nerve-shattering, you fucking pussy. Uh, I'm someone who actually enjoys working out and relies on it. No, you don't. Otherwise, you would have fucking found a way to fucking work out in your fucking house because bodyweight squats and push-ups are fucking free. So is yoga. Something like, fuck, what the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, I'm somebody who actually enjoys working out and relies on it for mood, and, mood management. So, in other words, you're fucking... But I was scared to go back except for rare times when the vid rates would dip long enough to hit to, for me to hit up the elliptical. Um, if you fucking anybody that believed in the fucking case rate bullshit, you don't understand math, PCR tests or any bullshit. If you can't fucking realize that they were using case rates to scare the fuck out of you. First of all, the fucking false negative case rate of a PCR test, especially one that done at 40 fucking plus cycles. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, do some fucking research. But 
a PCR test done at 40 plus fucking cycles is going to produce a false positive rate that's incredibly fucking high. Like in some places in California, the false positive rate for the amount of testing they were doing and the fucking uh, status or the fucking st- uh, regulations they put on uh, on being free or different levels of fucking freedom uh, based off of the case rates was not even a possibility. You would never be free based off the false positive rate of how much they were fucking testing because it's a fucking PCR test done at 40 fucking plus cycles. It's going to fucking find a tiny little piece of dead fucking DNA from something you had a long fucking time ago and come up with a fucking positive fucking case rate. Not to mention the fact that a PCR test cannot differentiate between the flu, cold, or fucking the vid. You can't fucking differentiate between it, and we've known this for a fucking long time. So anybody that talks to you about case rates, tell them I said, fuck off. Ridiculous bullshit. I got into taking dance classes virtually. That's fucking good. Golf clap, motherfucker. Golf clap. You should you should get into not gorging yourself on fucking food because you're not going to outwork that kind of fucking bad diet when you gain weight that rapidly. You're fucking binging. Something I've never would have done without the, the shield of distance. And so you're basically you're a fucking cowardly pussy who gives way too much of a fuck about what other people feel about you. And clumsily channeled my inner Britney and Beyonce in my living room. Fuck, shut the fuck up. Um, I'm glad Britney's free, by the way. Go, Brittany. Um, and eventually outdoors when classes start to meet in the park. Getting out of my comfort zone with dance was a joyful pandemic experience, and it got me sweating, but it didn't compare to, uh, to being an active, everyday human. My diet hasn't changed significantly. I call bullshit. You were not fucking burning 40 fucking pounds worth of... 40, you were not burning an extra two and a half pounds of fucking shit just by fucking walking to the fucking subway. You were not. You you were fucking not. By going to a fucking exercise class, that exercise class was maybe 300 fucking calories a day, and the fucking walking and shit like that was maybe fucking another fucking 200 fucking calories a day. 500 fucking calorie day swing, a pound maybe? A pound? Maybe. But you fucking started gorging about another 750 calories on top of that. You started adding a whole other fucking meal on fucking top of that. So suck on my whole ass, well, never mind, I'm not going to say it, but you are fucking full of fucking shit if you expect people to believe that shit. People that actually understand the numbers know you're fucking full of shit. My diet hasn't changed significantly. Bullshit. Bullshit. But there are many days when I sit at home all day, barely moving from one spot to another. So you're lazy as fuck. So you're a, a lazy fuck. You're, you, you cannot blame you know, your terror at, the, at a fucking cold virus. You're just a lazy piece of shit who doesn't give a fuck about other people who just wanted to act like you were terrified of a cold virus, act like it was the biggest fucking problem possible and people breathing in gyms is a huge fucking problem when you yourself are gluttoning yourself into a state of fucking high risk. You are making more high risk people in yourself and you're worried about people breathing on you in a gym while they try to fucking remove themselves from the high risk population. You are, in fact, super stupid. Super stupid. <sighs> Barely moving from one spot where I hunched over my laptop until it was time to walk to walk to walk two blocks to pick up my son from school. So you're still walking. So you're still getting some fucking activity. As a result of that inactivity, my weight has slowly but steadily climbed. Slowly but steadily climbed. You gained 70 pounds. 35 pounds a fucking year. That's more than, that's close to like three-fourths a pound a fucking week on the fucking average. That's fucking crazy talk. I've got as much internalized fat phobia, and there's the fucking word. There's the fucking word uh, as the next gal, but I wasn't initially too alarmed. My weight has always fluctuated Oprah style. So in other words, you fucking glutton yourself, then fucking 
for some reason, convince yourself that a temporary restriction of nutrition and increase in fucking physical activity is somehow going to give you permanent fucking change. And then all of a sudden you're fucking blaming on the goddamn diet because when you all of a sudden stop eating just fucking broccoli and fucking celery sticks for three fucking months and doing fucking all your fucking you know, yoga or yoga and hit training classes, when you fucking just sit the fuck back down again and start eating ho-hos and fucking pizza like you fucking probably have for going to the fucking office. You all of a sudden regain the weight and somehow it's a diet's problem. Not just that you don't know how to fucking adult. Unfucking believable. I was a fat kid who lost 100 pounds in college, then maintained it. Not so much because I didn't like my body before. You did not like your body before. If you were 100 pounds overweight, you did not like your body. No person that is 100 pounds overweight looks in the mirror and says, yes, I love this shit. They look in the mirror and try to convince themselves, yes, I love this shit. But every time they go to fucking, uh, you know, tie their shoes, they don't like that shit. Every time they have to fucking try to, you know, clean their fucking private parts and they have to move fat out of the way, they don't like that shit. So don't miss me with that fucking shit. Because I didn't like the way I was treated in my body. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. First of all, everybody's fat as fuck right now. I don't want to fucking hear shit. I do not want to fucking hear shit. You didn't like how you were treated because you were 100 pounds overweight? You were treated like you were not well. You were treated like people were like, oh my God, she's fat because you were fat because it's unhealthy for you. How the fuck is this fucking, are we're actually here? We literally fucking trash society decades worth of fucking mental illness and trauma given to fucking young children who were still fucking putting face diapers on. And you're going to fucking tell me somehow or another that it, you, you didn't mind the way you looked at a hundred pounds overweight slob like. And you fucking didn't mind the way you looked. It was more a matter of how your people were treated. People treated you because of fat phobia. Shut the fuck up. Get out of the people need to enter fucking reality. Walking to and from elementary school, people would yell at me out of a car window and throw the occasional fountain drink at me. I got a newsflash for you. I was thin as fuck. That happened to me too. Uh, as I got older, strangers felt free to discuss my body because you're fat. They discuss my body all the fucking time. I'm not fat. When I was fat, they discussed my body. I'm not fat now. They discussed my body. They discussed my hair. They discussed my teeth. They discussed my eyes. They discussed fucking my tattoos. They discussed what I'm wearing. People discuss other people. You live in a fucking world. You live in a fucking society. What the fuck? You want only, only good shit? Only good shit said to you? You live in that kind of fucking world? You need that kind of fucking safe space? When the fuck did it become illegal for somebody not to fucking dislike you? When the fuck did it become so fucking bad that you people are so fucking pathetically soft and fucking weak that everything you fucking hear about you needs to be some sort of positive fucking response? Maybe you just fucking suck. Maybe you should lose some fucking weight. You literally just said up above that you lost 100 pounds because you didn't like how you were treated. Guess what? How you were treated made you lose 100 fucking pounds. It made you fucking healthier. Now, when people are just fucking accepting obesity and people are not making that big of a deal about it, we've got shows like fucking Big Girls and fucking Tess Holiday can claim she has anorexia and people fucking put her on mainstream fucking TV, no matter how fucking ludicrous that fucking sounds. Now you gain fucking weight back because it's more acceptable. So because it's more acceptable, you have gained weight back into an unhealthy state during a global fucking pandemic of which you claim to have taken it, take it seriously, but you admit that when people said shit to you about it, you fucking got healthier, which is what's good for society. You literally, literally just made a fucking argument for people to say shit to fat people about their fucking weight. You literally just made the argument. You literally just in this fucking article showed how negative reinforcement about being fat as fuck helped you get to a healthier fucking weight. 
The problem was you didn't fucking maintain it because you felt more comfortable and you felt it wasn't a fucking problem anymore. So you gained fucking weight because you took out the fucking, you know, the actual health ramifications of it because somehow or another you think that gaining 70 pounds during a time when healthy people of a healthy weight are not, shouldn't be worried at all. They should be less worried about fucking heat stroke and lightning strikes than this fucking virus. But you want to eat yourself into high risk and act like it's a fucking no big deal. It's, you literally just made a case for people to actually say shit about people's fucking weight. That's, you literally just fucking made the argument for that. You full on a dumb fuck. Moving through our society in a fat body. You are not in a fat body. You gluttoned your body fat. You made yourself fat. You are in fact fat. You are not in a fat body. It is not like I can screw off the fucking top, take you out, put somebody else in that fucking body. You fucking made your body fat by what you put in your body. You are not in a fat body. It is your body. It's you. You are fat. You are a fat fuck. God, I fucking hate that phrase. Opinion, opinions of it when you're just trying to exist. You're not trying to exist. You're not just trying to exist. Just trying to exist is accepting the fact that some people are going to think you're fucking ugly because you're fat. Just trying to exist is some people thinking that you're unhealthy because you're fat. Just trying to exist is accepting the fact that other people are going to have some sort of positive and or negative opinion about you because they are other people. Just trying to exist means you actually exist in society, that you don't need some sort of fucking rosy fucking painted fucking world with purple fucking sky and unicorns dancing across rainbows shitting out fucking glitter every fucking where. That is a fucking fairy tale land. You are not trying to exist. You are trying to fucking pretend that the world does not actually recognize gravity because your fat ass is pulling on your fucking knees at a higher fucking rate because you gained 70 fucking pounds. Because you gained 70 fucking pounds. Because you gained 70 fucking pounds. There's 580 pounds of extra pressure on your knees every fucking time you take a fucking step. You know what that is? Reality and physics. That's, I mean, it's, it's fucking insane that these people fucking act like the fucking biggest problem with being obese is that people might say something to you about being obese. What the fuck? You're more worried about somebody calling you fat than fucking diabetes, than having your fucking feet chopped off, than fucking dying at a fucking young age? What the fuck is wrong with you people? My God, moving through, through our society in a fat body means constantly being confronted with others' opinions of it when you're just trying to say, fuck you, you're fat. There, there's my opinion about it. One benefit of having a socially accepted body is that sometimes you're allowed to forget about it. Not uh, nobody, not even Cardi B gets too fat in peace. Yes, you fucking do. All of you fucking do. You get too fat in peace as much as anybody gets to do anything in peace. Are you telling me for real that you don't think people say shit to me about my fucking physique in a negative fucking way daily? You fucking telling me people don't say something about my fucking hair, about my, about my age? Like, are you kidding me? Do you know what I do about all that shit? I fucking laugh about it. You know why? Because that's their opinion and they are allowed to fucking have it. I'm happy with how I look. If you were really happy with how you looked, their words wouldn't mean shit to you. If you were really happy with how you looked, it would not be a fucking problem. If you were really how it, you liked how you looked, you would not give a fuck shit. You know why? Because I like how I look. I feel healthy as fuck. I can do things that other men my age can only dream about doing. I can fucking move in ways my other my other friends can my friends my age can only dream about moving. I can fucking last longer doing things like sex, like fucking walking around, like hiking, like all sorts of shit 
that other men my age only fucking dream about. You know why? Because I am fucking healthy. So therefore, when people say shit about my fucking body or say shit about how I fucking look, I can laugh it off. You know why? Because I'm happy with this shit. Do you know what I did when I was fucking fat and people said shit about my body? I fucking know. I know. I personally know. I fucking made excuses. I fucking talked to myself all the fucking time about it because I knew I was unhealthy because I knew I didn't fucking like it. So you can fuck off. Absolutely. Anybody that fucking feels that way, you can fuck off. Society does not owe you niceness. You owe society your health. So therefore, we don't have to close this motherfucker down again because you can't say no to fucking ho-hos because you lie about how much food you eat. Even in this fucking article, if you, if you were really truthful, you would say how you gained 40 pounds in the freshman, in the fucking COVID-15, you, you, how you gained almost three times the amount of weight that other people were complaining about because you gluttoned yourself. Lying sack of shit. Fat people face discrimination in every aspect of society. No, they fucking don't. We literally have fucking closed society down for fucking fat people. They add more to the fucking carbon emissions in the fucking, in the fucking world. We are literally fucking talking about climate change hot and heavy right now when fat people actually fucking cause more fucking carbon to be emitted through their own emissions, through their own fucking air, plus the amount of fucking food they fucking eat, the overconsumption, the gluttony which has to be transported, produced, packaged, all that fucking shit. We literally fucking bend our fucking knees to fat people. Fat people, obese people, lifestyle-driven chronic illness. If we could fucking have all of you fat fucks work on your lifestyle-driven chronic illness, we could balance the fucking fiscal budget because unbeknownst to many people, just so everybody understands this, a huge portion of healthcare burden is paid by taxes. It's paid by the fucking federal government. So therefore, it is in the fucking sums of like three fucking trillion dollars that is paid for by the federal fucking government. So if we fucking could avoid lifestyle-driven chronic illness, again, gluttoning yourself or drinking yourself or fucking smoking yourself into fucking ill health, if we could avoid all that, that is about 80 to 90% of that. So guess what? That's fucking 2.5 trillion fucking dollars a year that we fucking bend our fucking asses over so obese people can have fucking health care and they can have, they can have, they can provide, they can actually fucking burden our fucking healthcare system more than people of a normalized fucking weight. So somehow or another, you're saying that you are fucking discriminated against when you're the motherfucking reason that we have to borrow money every fucking year. We would have a balanced budget if we didn't have to pay out two five two point five trillion fucking dollars for you guys to eat cake every goddamn day. And these are all statistical facts, numbers that you can fucking check on. Fucking for real. This is reality. This is reality. The reality is that obesity is fucking privilege in our society. First of all, you get to fucking glutton yourself to obesity, which many places around the world, people starve to fucking death. That's just fucking privilege beyond recognition right fucking now. You're privileged as fuck. You're privileged. If you're fat, you are showing your fucking privilege. You wear it on you. And then you don't want people to say shit about you fucking showing privilege. I thought that that was a big thing nowadays. That if anybody exerts any privilege, we fucking call them on it. Obesity is the biggest privilege shown any, in any fucking way. You glutton yourself. You are harder on the fucking environment. You make sure that we, we are fucking indebted as a fucking country. You provide more burden both fiscally and on fucking resources for the hospital and healthcare system than any other fucking thing, and yet alone, we literally closed society down for two fucking years to protect the hospital system, and people are going to be acting like I got fatter during the fucking pandemic, and I can't believe people are saying shit to me about it. Unfucking fatten yourselves. 
Grow the fuck up and realize nobody owes you niceties. Nobody owes you shit. If you don't like what people say to you, ignore it if you can. If you can't, grow a fucking tougher skin or shut the fuck up, pussies. Weight discrimination plays a role in hiring, determining wages, and firing. Yes, you know why? Do you know why? Because statistically speaking, obese people take more days off of fucking work and cost more money in fucking workman's comp and insurance for a company. It's money. It's because you are a burden. Racism also intersects with fat phobias with studies showing that fat black women are discriminated against most in the workplace. I fucking, it, it's unfucking believable how they will co-opt any fucking actual issue. Racism is an actual fucking issue. Racism is an actual fucking issue that for some reason, some reason, people associating being fat as fuck with racism is racist in its fucking self. First of all, you are saying that all fucking black women are fat. You, you, you are, I mean, it's fucking insane how ridiculous this bullshit is. You are basically implying that all black women are fat beyond their control. You are, you are implying that black women are just fat beyond their control. They can't do anything about it. That's fucking racist. You stupid fucks. I mean, it's like, it's like the, the biggest casualties from COVID were logic and critical thinking. It's just fucking insanity. It's fucking insanity. We are more likely to experience medical bias and misdiagnosis, which can be deadly. Well, the healthcare system alone has a huge fucking death rate, a huge fucking death rate, like 400 to 450,000 people a year have and will die from fucking the healthcare system of misdiagnosis. I will say also, secondly, that when you are fat as fuck, your doctor should say something to you about you being fat as fuck every single time that you, they see you or they are in fact negligent because your fucking being fat as fuck is in fact a health problem. They are looking out for your future health by mentioning to you every single time that you're there, if you are fat as fuck, that you are indeed fat as fuck and you should do something about it. That is what they should do, period. But secondly, if you go in for say, I don't know, an ultrasound and you're fat as fuck, there is like physical limitations of things. The sound waves from a fucking echocardiogram or a sonogram machine get dissipated through the fatness. That's why they can't get proper imaging. There's a thing called photon uh, degradation, where it means that when you get an x-ray, if you're too fat, it can't actually fucking go through you at a safe level. They would have to crank that motherfucker up so high that the radiation would be damaging to you in order to get a fucking proper image from you. It's reality. It's because you are fat as fuck. It's not discrimination. It's physical limitations due to your fucking fatness. If you want to act like it's not an issue, that your doctor should not say something to you, you live in that, once again, fairy tale land with the purple sky, the unicorns, the rainbows, shitting glitter. Fucking get there faster. I don't like dating apps, but even if I did, I'm not sure I could stomach opening myself up to the volley of microaggressions alternating with fetishism messaging that turns immediately sexual. Name me one word in the comment section, one word that exemplifies being a pussy more than the word microaggression. Now, somebody tell me one fucking word that me, that, that just fucking, you might as well just announce I'm a complete fucking wussy ass pussy more than the word microaggression. Somebody in the fucking comments, give it to me. Cause I've, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. 
I don't, I don't understand what it could be. What word would make it more apparent that you are in fact a fucking weakling, that you are in fact so fucking fragile that somebody can't possibly minorly hurt your fucking feelings in any fucking way. I don't even fucking understand. Like when I was growing up, when I was growing up, there was fucking aggressions. Like bullying was somebody shoved you into a fucking locker. Not somebody said, uh, look at that fat ass. That's not, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. So bad. Simply trying to get by as a fat person in society that hates fat people can be disempowering, painful, and frankly exhausting. If we hated fat people, we'd be telling you to lose fucking weight because we closed society down for you and you're a burden on the fucking healthcare system in a vastly more proportion than fucking people of a lean fucking state. You consume more fucking food than you fucking need. You add more carbon emissions to the fucking atmosphere due to your overconsumption. You use more fuel when you fucking drive your fat ass around in your fucking car. Stop, miss me with that shit saying that society hates fat people. The problem is we have made fat people a fucking protected class. That's the actual fucking issue. That's the actual fucking issue. I I don't even know if I can make it through the rest of this fucking article. I keep stopping every two fucking seconds. When I first lost weight, I felt like a spy in my new body, witnessing the immediate evidence ways in which I was being treated differently, as well as hearing right out loud the things that many people really think about fat people. They didn't know I was only passing for thin inside. I was still on team fat. No, 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 no. You had temper. You were on a diet. You, you were healthier. You were healthier. And you gave that shit up because you liked ho-hos or fucking whatever food or fucking for me it would be peanut M&M's. You like that more than your fucking health. That's the fucking thing. And people say shit about fat people because it is in fact, and I know this may be hard for you to fucking understand, unfucking healthy for you. That is the fucking problem. It is actually unhealthy. People do not, a vast majority of people do not find obese people attractive. Do you know why? It's biologically hardwired for you to try to find a mate that's going to live a long goddamn time. Who wants to fucking spend, try to spend a lifetime with somebody that's not going to be there for their fucking lifetime? And we, in our brains, in this fucking thing that's evolved through fucking tens of thousands, hundreds of fucking thousands of years, we know that if you are indeed fat as fuck, you are going to die young. We know this. It is not a fucking, it, it, only in the last 20 fucking years, 10 fucking years even, have we tried to fucking deny this. It's insane. It's in fucking insane. In fucking insane. In the two decades since that time, I have gained and lost, struggled with my body image. That's because you go on diets and you don't change your fucking lifestyle. You go back to your old fucking poor fucking habits, your old unhealthy fucking habits. And never have gone so far as to actually call myself thin because it doesn't look like you actually got fucking got thin. It looks like you got less fat. But I'm just saying that. With the clarity of hindsight, however, I can see that I always remained within the range of to reap benefits of thinness. Shut the fuck up benefits of thinness, like not, not dying early, like fucking, you know, staying in the, only the pre-diabetic range instead of diabetic range, like fucking not having knee, knee problems, like not worried about having your toes amputated, like not getting winded when you walk up a flight of fucking stairs, like not fucking, you know, worrying about whether you could get off the fucking ground if you fall the fuck down, like if there was a fire in your building, you're wondering how the fuck you can get out of it, fucking what the fuck ever. If I mention my weight gain around my smaller girlfriends, they'd counter by insisting that they have also gained weight during the pandemic when they did, when they didn't always understand it's, this is going for a size four to eight is not the same as experiencing as moving into a marginalized body. You are not marginalized. Society bent the fuck over for fat people in the last two fucking years. 
We literally fucking, and, and right now, you know how I can tell you we did? Because right now they're pushing shows like Lizzo's Big Girls instead of pushing shows like, hey, maybe we should fucking get the fuck healthy. Maybe you fat fucks should start eating, I don't know, vegetables and shit instead of fucking McDonald's. They're pushing this on it. And society is not, is, is not, you are not in a marginalized body. Right now you are in a protected fucking class. Crazy shit. In the privacy of my apartment with no one, uh, with no one to see me, it was easy to slip into brain in jar mode. But as, a re as restrictions begin to ease, whether wisely or unwisely, we should have never closed the fuck down. There should have never been one fucking day. Never fucking one fucking day. Those people that were terrified and or high risk should be given a fucking voice. They should be given the data on who was at fucking high risk. You make your own fucking decision. And those of us young, uh, young enough and healthy enough to fucking go out and get natural immunity should have fucking done so. And this shit would have been over very fucking quickly. Very fucking quickly. I've been, I've been able to say I told you so many fucking times in the last, in the last, especially six months, many fucking times I've been able to say I told you so. And I can guarantee you this. In the next couple years, it will be stated that we never should have fucking closed down. We always should have gone for herd, herd natural immunity. Every fucking time. All the data will show that shit. All of it. I, mar I You heard it here. I fucking told you so. This fucking dumbass motherfucker think we need it. If you thought we need to close down for restrictions, if it was that fucking dangerous, why'd you let yourself get in the fucking high risk group? Because you didn't enter the marginalized body group. You entered into the high risk COVID group. Stop acting like you're these people act like they took it seriously when they fucking glutton themselves into the fucking high risk group. Bullshit. You did not fucking take it seriously at all. You didn't believe any of the bullshit you fucking spewed out on this fucking rag of a fucking magazine called Huff Post. You know. You know it wasn't that dangerous or you fucking, you know it wasn't because you literally put yourself in the fucking high risk group by choice, by gluttoning yourself. Fucking crazy. This is the crazy person right here. When the day finally came, I did feel self-conscious about, she's talking about going back to work, but I felt the way about everything associated with remembering how to be a human again. Humans don't glutton themselves. They do. They shouldn't. Uh, when it was time to hand my ID to the woman at the front desk, I felt fumbly and nervous like I had forgotten how to do basic tasks associated with being in public. Talking to maskless co-workers was surreal. Ultimately, commuting in, in, in heels felt uh, weirder than in fact I've, because, in fact, I've gained weight because, again, your fucking heels don't support the fucking massive fucking weight you're under fucking under. God damn. Uh, compared to my experience 20 years ago, things do seem slightly better, at least in my bubble. Nobody said anything rude or backhanded to me. They all thought it. They all thought it. They all thought, my God, she got fat as fuck. You, you, like, for some reason, we're in this stage of fucking safe spaces that you fucking complain about where people will now societally lie to your face. It's like you prefer, because you're that big of a fucking adult, you prefer people to actually lie to your face, either by omission, by not saying, holy fuck, you got fat as fuck, or... By fucking actually, you know, saying, oh, no, you're fine. That's the fucking difference. Jesus fucking Christ. I got it. I, I, that's the end of the fucking article. She went back to work and everything was fucking peachy keen. And she's proud of being fat. Fuck these people. <laughs> Fuck these people. I'll take some fucking comments. I'll take some questions. Did anybody, uh, did anybody come up with, uh, with a different word besides microaggression? I need to get a drink of water. That was like therapy session today. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. I fucking love it. So I'm taking, by the way, this is the second half of my Ember. I'm going to go work out here in a minute.
take two metal jewels. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Woman justifies being fat because of the pandemic, says she loves working out and eats healthy, uh, yet she is overweight again, says, uh, says she's being discriminated against. No shit, it's fucking crazy, right? Uh, fit people are more minority than fat people, though. Fit people, actually fit people, not just thin people, because thin people, you can be unhealthy when you're thin, too, and you can be underweight. But actual fit people, people that are in actually good physical shape, I bet you it's under 10%. I bet you it's single digits. I bet you it's single digits in society. I really, really, really do. All right, so I'm just going to scroll down to the bottom and go. Alan Roberts, what are, the, uh, what are schools doing to change the mindset of kids who are growing into fat adults in the U.S.? They're doing nothing. They're doing nothing. They're trying to, they're, they're trying to fucking talk to them about their fucking pronouns and shit instead. I mean, that's the fucking thing. We're not teaching home ec. We're not teaching health. We're not teaching fucking uh, the actual reality of dangers. We, we have people ignoring fucking physics because being fat is bad for your fucking knees. They're doing nothing. The food, uh, and food cafeteria uh, plans are fucking horrible, horrible. Uh, if you gain 70 pounds, people are going to know. I mean, the, that's the fucking shit. That, I mean, no shit. Like, they all knew. They all fucking saw her fat as fuck. She's like, nobody said anything to me. Yeah, because they're just going to admit that, omit that, because they don't want to get canceled because they work at the fucking Huffington Post. You fucking weird-ass motherfuckers. Jesus. That was like therapy. Love this. I fucking feel so good. I fucking love it. I love it, love it, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I don't believe her. When uh, lockdowns came 2020, I used uh, the extra time, gained weight. Here, actually, hang on. Let me do this. Thing. So she gained 70 pounds, right? 70 pounds in 104 weeks. I'm assuming that uh, she is in her 40s. So she's, we're just going to say 42, female. I'm going to assume she's 65 inches, so 5'5". And her start weight was likely, if she gained 70 pounds, from the look of her right there, she looks like she weighs about uh, like 240 uh, so 240, 70 pounds off that. We're going to say she weighed, uh, so we'll, we'll do 170. Okay. So 170, that would be 240. Uh, we're going to say that she had light exercise because she walked every day. Right. So if she wanted to fuck it, and I want to show all you, all you guys this here. So actually I'll show all you guys this now. Where's it at? There it is. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So this is a spreadsheet I have uh, that I have made, by the way. This is my spreadsheet. Um, and let me pull this over. And boom, pull it up. And Okay, so that's 104 weeks. So we're going to say she's 42 years old, female. Six. Uh, she's 55 inches tall. We're going to say her starting weight is 170 pounds we are going to give her light uh you know let's let's even do sedentary let's even do sedentary to see okay so if she ate 2,000 calories a day just being sedentary at 170 fucking pounds uh she would have just she would have fucking lost weight <laughs> just uh and that's by just so everybody understands uh that is literally by the low estimate so what we have here right right here is this is the weight loss gain average uh it's fucking spelled wrong. You can tell I fucking ever udge. There we go. Uh, weight loss gain average. Uh, so she's lost at 2,000 calories right here, which is the actual average calorie suggestion per day. Her basal metabolic rate would be 1,754 calories. 
TDEE would be 2,105. So that's total daily energy expenditure, by the way. And by the way, all of these things are wild guesstimates. They're not wild, but they're like within like a 10% guesstimate. So what I did, by the way, just in case she had PCOS, which she didn't name, just in case she had uh, uh, some sort of metabolic disorder, hypothyroidism, uh, Hiroshima, whatever, all that stuff, right? Um, here's the loss gain 50%, okay? So that means that from this weight, Every week, if she, every week, if she would eat 2,000 calories on the average, every week she would lose weight or she would gain or lose weight at this rate. This is the lost weight gain, and this is half of that, okay? So the new, the new weight average would be that she would have lost weight down to 157.1 pounds. That's right here. So 157.1 pounds, right? So – that is if she ate 2,000 calories a day. Half of that, say she had a really shitty metabolism or she was on something, she was, uh, had some sort of metabolic disorder, thyroidism, something like that, blah, blah, blah. PCOS, those sorts of things. Very bad PCOS because PCOS does not, the PCOS is way overblown. Very, very, very bad cases of PCOS. Uh, the 50%, the new weight, she was still at a lost weight to 163.6 pounds. So she, in order to gain 70 pounds, to get to 240, she looks like she was eating just by, you know, reality. Uh, looks like she was eating 2,650 calories a day. Um, if she had a really bad metabolism, it would have been a lot more than that. Uh, it would have actually been a lot more than that. But uh, she was eating 2,650 calories a fucking day to get to 240 fucking pounds. And we'll actually, I mean, that's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy for an adult female in her fucking forties to be eating. I don't eat two hundred sixty. I don't eat twenty six hundred calories a fucking day. I I I I lean out on two thousand calories. I lean out on two thousand calories. I'm a lot more active than she's ever gonna fucking be. But what the fuck? By the way, if you wanted to look at a thirty seven year old woman, female who's five three, started at three hundred fifty pounds. Just at sedentary, eating 1,800 calories a fucking uh, day, by the way, uh, in 90 weeks, which is from, I don't know, uh, early July of 2020, 90 weeks, if they would have done nothing else, just sedentary, sat their fucking ass down, did absolutely fucking nothing. Uh, if they had a really bad case of PCOS or hypothyroidism or something like that, they'd weigh 276 pounds right now. If they weren't, uh, if they did not have uh, hypothyroidism or a real bad case or anything like that, they would weigh 203 pounds right now. Um, or um, if you look at this and they weren't sedentary, let's just say they were lightly active, just they went for a walk a couple times a fucking week. Uh, they should weigh about 161 pounds right now, 162 pounds right now if they ate 1,800 calories. Or um, they if they were, it was really, 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 really bad and they were just lightly active, really bad case of PCOS, hypothyroidism, something like that, they would weigh 256 if they ate 1,800 calories. Um, or let's say if they were moderately active, like they claimed, they just claimed that they ate or that they worked out um, one, you know, once a day, five times a week. Uh, if they claimed that, they should weigh about 127 fucking pounds right now if they ate 1,800 calories. Or if they had a really bad case of hypothyroidism, PCOS, once again, they would weigh 238 pounds, 239 pounds. But let's say the person actually claimed that they did heavy exercise two hours a day, multiple days a week, almost five or six days of the week. They should weigh about 95 fucking pounds right now. They should have lost, oh, about fucking... Uh, uh, about 250 fucking pounds right now. Or if they had a really bad case of PCOS, hypothyroidism, or something like that, they would have lost about 128 pounds right now. That's how that fucking shit works.
just so everybody's understanding. It's fucking math. It's fucking biology and math and fucking shit like that. Here's the thing. She's guessing she gained 70 pounds. She said she hasn't weighed herself. She probably has gained more. I fucking, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, Bianca Adventures. By the way, I, I watched your video earlier. Very fucking good video. I liked it. Um, like overeating, uh, overeating, disordered eating, but no one ha- in the Hayes community likes to point out overeating is absolutely anybody that weighs 300 pounds has disordered, has disordered eating. Like if you, if you are eat, if you are obese, if uh, this, and this goes out to any, any of you out there, if you are obese and you are in fact eating the way that is keeping you obese or making you more obese, you are not recovering from shit. You are not recovering from your eating disorder. If you are intuitively eating because you are fat as fuck, you are in the throes of an eating disorder, you are not recovering. If you think you had an eating disorder and you were at a healthy weight, I'm not saying you didn't because many people of a healthy weight do have an eating disorder, but if you do something that then is going to damage your body, that is going to damage your health and make you indeed fatter, make you indeed less healthy, you are not recovering from shit. You are just becoming less healthy because you are in the throes of an eating disorder that you have fucking not understood. How hard is this to understand? Uh, when I became a father, I'm homeschooling my kid. Ah, fuck. No shit. No shit. Pelican Ventures know they want to normalize and praise. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, uh, it depends on, on if those 2000 calories were more carbohydrates or protein. The answer is more protein. It is, but it is still in the fucking calories too. The reason why it's ultra processed carbohydrates, especially fuck your tank, tank your fucking, uh, your hormone system. That's why I put the 50, that's another reason why I put the 50% in there. Um, but I did want to tell everybody Here's the coaching. I do consultations. 30-minute consultation gets you a month of the app. You do a 30-minute consultation with me. We talk about your issues. We see what we can do. We talk about if you you decide to get coaching, we take the $35 of the fucking consultation off the first three-month package of coaching. I help people. My wife helps people. We help people every single fucking day change their individualized lifestyle bit by bit to get a hold of their fucking hunger, to get a hold of their fucking habits, to live a longer, happier, healthier life, and to teach the person how they can fucking learn these skills themselves so as their life changes, they can make these adjustments themselves. We teach people how to take a step back, evaluate what you're eating, evaluate how the food makes you feel. We do these things for people. We talk to people all week long via our app and weekly video conference calls in our coaching. So that is the fucking, that, that is the link. Please do, please do take us up on it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. I love the brutal honesty. Thank, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, vitamin C and D help too. Absolutely. Uh, release date on no morbidity yet. I'm still waiting to hear. It should it should be within the next week and a half. No shit. Uh, Miriam, seek counseling. Where's Miriam? I have a serious binge eating disorder and wonder if it will ever go away. Binge eating. I, I, if I could cure binge eating, I would fucking cure myself. There's no cure. I just try to make it so I uh, you know, get it longer and longer and longer between binges. And when I do overeat or I do binge, which has been like a fucking year now, I've overeaten a couple times. But when I do overeat or I do binge, I fucking sit back and I fucking take uh, an avid look at what led to it. And then I try to make adjustments to my lifestyle and adjustments to my life to avoid that happening ever again. Uh, I have serious binge eating disorder. I wonder if it will ever go away. I already answered the question. I recruit in the Army, and it's fucking insane how many people... Uh, are not qualified for being overweight. We actually allow up to 4% more body fat going up, going in, and people still can't hit the mark. That's fucking crazy. Uh, that's fucking crazy. Uh, Alan, it's not just over, uh, Alan, it's not just overeating. It's also a lack of protein and too much carbohydrates. I did say that already. Um, 
and I, I did say that has something to do with it, but calories are calories. If you eat poor calories and you don't eat enough protein, your body's going to be fucking shit and your hormones are going to be shit. However, calories are calories. Eating disorders don't go away. You can manage them. Absolutely. Uh, when can we expect you and Shakira Transformation Club? This Thursday morning, uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. I'm actually going to be posting that thumbnail and everything like that up very fucking soon. But the day after tomorrow at 7 a.m., Shakira and I will be on, 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 on live. Um, down 20 pounds so far, but still 50 to go. Slowly getting there. Belula, that's fucking uh, Bella Love. Bella Love. Beluva. What the fuck? Where'd that come from? Bella Love, that's fucking awesome. Listen, guys, I got to go work out. I got to take care of my fucking body. So I can't fucking wait. Uh, tomorrow we'll be talking about a young lady who actually broke down on a fucking thesis paper how fucking horribly fucking ridiculous it is to, to uh, uh, claim racism for fat phobia. I fucking, again, just so everybody understands, if you say that fat phobia is born in racism, you are in fact a fucking racist because you are fucking saying that black women are fucking fat and can't do anything about it. You are, you are a fucking problem. Uh, Thank you, Alan, for your time. Alan, talk like this helps me stay in line. Corey, Corey, thank you very fucking much. Everybody, have a great fucking day. Look forward to seeing you if you get a consultation or get coaching. God damn.